Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody, and welcome to HentaiCon. No, I'm just... Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh, we, were just talk- we were just talking about conventions. I couldn't help it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, so, it's, it's, it's going to be a busy episode, so I'm just going to jump right in and say, Hello, Christina! <laughs> Welcome Hi. to our show. Thank you for joining us. It's gonna Thanks be, for having me. It's going to be marvelous. And uh, so, as you know, and as we've talked about, we recently ran a contest with D&D Beyond to find uh, prospects, uh, potential new members for Strix's Chickenfoot Coven. So we will be announcing, we, we got all the entries in, we judged them all, We've got three winners, and we will announce them at the end of this show. So stay tuned for that bit of business. Without further ado, previously in Dice Camera Action, the characters encountered a Harper agent and adventurer named Artis Simber, who had in his possession, or had acquired uh, from a three-headed frost giant, a magical ring of great power, an elven artifact called the Ring of Winter. And he had it in his possession because... The ring was evil, and he felt he was the only one who could really keep it out of evil's hands and not be consumed by it. The characters eventually parted company with him under circumstances which I won't belabor, but were reunited when they found him in the jungle amidst the wreck of a crashed airship. And uh, they fought the Waffle Crew and Artis Simber. Artis Simber died. Um, I think Paulton, oh, yeah. Paulton finished him off and then took the Ring of Winter, off Artis's hand and put it on. And thus began a sl- gradual descent into uh, evil Paulton mode, which culminated with the Waffle Crew actually turning against Paulton to try to divest him of the ring. Uh, the ring was... Not against so much as just well, helping. Well, yes. They went to save him from the yeah. ring... Yeah. Uh, and managed to succeed. Uh, Paulton was separated from the ring. The ring disappeared from the Waffle Crew's clutches, taken away by an elf named Miranda. Um, and the Waffle Crew returned to their normal life, as it were, and carried on their adventures um, with the Ring of Winter and Artis Simber behind them. But before he died, Artis Simber uttered the immortal words, Alessandra, avenge me. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
interesting recap. (laughs) (laughs) The Waffle Crew is uh, in Waterdeep now. Uh, They've just returned from the Xanathar's lair, which they destroyed using a vast quantity of smoke powder. They saved three barrels um, uh, with the help of their gif friend, Warrington Munt, who has now made his residence inside Waffle House, along with three orphans, an owlbear, a, a puppet boy, and a albino beholderkin. A grapefruit-sized grapefruit white beholder with four little stumpy eye stalks. my friend now. That, that has been following Strix around. Is so, he still with me? Yes. In fact, Strix, oh. you're, you're, in, you're in the... Some time has passed, and we can, we can back up for some stuff as well. Um, but let's assume that you have, a, you have a period of tranquility coming to you that is owed to you at this point in time. Wow, that sure would be nice, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> Alcoria Stone Marrow has been working with the guilds to get the Waffle House repaired, to get a new cone put on the blasted turret top of the place, the interior being refurbished, floors being replaced, ceilings being replaced, walls being replaced, uh, a counter being put in where Strix pies can be laid, out, you know, splayed out for... I also feel like... While they were fixing the turret, Strix like just openly said, "Like, yeah, Simon kept a kidnapped kid in there." <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yes, and while this is going on, Strix, you're probably like baking pies so that you have something to display eventually when you open up your bakery. Uh, so you're working feverishly in the kitchen. You're getting ingredients from different guilds coming into you, and Alcoria is making sure that's all paid for. She's basically like managing your finances at this point uh, and keeping everything in a ledger that she carries around with her. And while this is going on, you're, you're like breaking eggs and stirring them up in a pot and then making pies out of ingredients, flour. We have chickens in the back. Chickens, yes. you got flour oh all over God. you. You're, you're just white this with flour. This is the best day of my life. Occasionally, Albie, the little beholder, will look at what you're cooking and just sort of drool into it. And you'll be like, whatever, just mix it up. It's all good. As long as it doesn't poison anyone, it's fine. It's yes. no big deal. So while the Waffle House is being rebuilt and things are normal insofar as, you know, you have an owlbear running around, kids running around, and all that other business going on, what else is happening to you guys? Uh, Dieth acquired Gnarl's book. Yes. Uh, his, his ledger of sorts. <clears throat> uh, does anyone in the party speak Elvish? I, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Cool. Yeah? Uh, yeah? <laughs> Just, you know, something I picked up. <laughs> oh, I do too. Except what? What? Not, not happening today on my end. So go for it. Yeah, I guess like, you know, I had to take a second language in paladin school along with <laughs> Celestial. So. Uh, all right. Well, great. Uh, so during these times off, uh, Dieth will work with Evelyn to try to translate that book uh, and learn a, as much as he could about the previous Xanathar's dealings. Okay. I love books. What you're able to discern right away is that uh, Narl was probably with the Xanathar for about a year and kept detailed notes of various individuals that the Xanathar would meet. Um, there's also a description of an altercation between Xanathar 
and Lady Laryl Silverhand, which you found particularly intriguing. That being that at some point the Xanathar did something, you're not exactly sure what, and Lady Laryl Silverhand single-handedly fought her way into the lair, cornered the Xanathar, told him off, caused the Xanathar to hide from her, uh, so as he, he would not actually face her. He was basically talking to her through a wall. Hmm. Um, and then she went off and the Xanathar sort of got um, kind of uh, several of the things he was pursuing in the city kind of went away after that. And he's been, he's tried to keep a low profile thereafter. You're also able to get out of the book that there's many dealings chronicled between the Xanathar and the Zentarim. So many, in fact, that it's going to take you a few days to digest it all. But suffice yeah. to say, it is a complete chronicle of the negotiations by the Xanathar and the Zentarum to merge their two organizations together into one big sort of shadow empire. Um, and then the subsequent falling apart of those negotiations when the Xanathar accused the Zentarum of stealing the Stone of Golor a powerful item from his lair, something that the Zents feverishly, fervishly denied. Right. And then there were half-hearted attempts to basically take out Xanathar agents in the city thereafter. Okay. So while that's going on... Uh, so how long has it been since uh, <clears throat> basically end of last session? It's been like uh, a couple days? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So pretty much in this time, like, Paulton's just been locked away in his room, just, like, only sneaking out to, like, find... Well, wait, are we totally out of wine still, or did we restock at some point? Um, so it's... The wine is starting to show up. Uh, the Vintner, the Brewers, Vintners, Distillers Guild has been delivering crates uh, of wine to you, and Alcoria, just like she's doing with all the other things, is basically tracking the expenses and covering the costs. Tight. So basically every few hours he'll just like kind of yeah. make his way down, grab more, and then just walk back up. Yeah. Yes. And just as an aside, Diath, remember you got a whole bunch of money out of the Xanathar's lair yep. that you've got packed away. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, Paul. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, pretty much not not saying anything. Just like, just like, yeah, not 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 doing great. I think Evelyn keeps trying to like check on him. Okay, and and she's starting to get worried because usually he snaps out of a mood sooner than this, especially if he gets wine. But she's noticing that he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's mm-hmm. still egged up. So at some point, I think she takes him aside or like meets him at the bar and it's like maybe you you maybe you don't need. Maybe you don't need more wine. Maybe you're, maybe you're fine. Just dead-eyed, and then just still goes to his room. She follows him. She's like, "Why are you so upset? Still, what's bothering you?" Uh, so his mumblings are still pretty much kind of uh, on par with how they have been ever since statue evil and just shattered he's just like lunatic talking to himself he's just like they'll just die they'll die dead because like, by the shoulders and she's like look at me i'm alive i'm fine nothing happened to me why are you still so upset like i'm she, not dead it's like she's dead she's dead because of me 
Who? Hello? Yeah. He, like, very somberly just looks up. He just says, not you. Well, see? Yeah, I'm not dead. See? We're making progress. This is good. Don't you feel better now? But she still is. Who? Strix is fine. He goes... Look, it's real sweet that you care that much about us as friends, but we're fine. And I don't know what you're still holding on to, but believe, look, see, we're fine. It's Sandra. I don't, who, she feels his head. He's <laughs> like, are you, I don't, I don't think we know Sandra. You didn't. She kind of like leans back and she's like, oh, you, do you want to talk about it? He takes a big old, <sighs> she was my wife. Oh. And like everyone else, she's dead because of me. I'm sure that, I'm sure that can't be true. You were married? Was. Yeah. So long time ago, way before I met any of you. What happened? Well, we had been married for, I think it was two years. I don't know, that, that whole time's a big blur. And uh, I was uh, I was doing what I did. I was out Just playing a playing another gig. I was called to. I shouldn't have. We didn't need the money. We were doing okay. We were doing fine, but I I still went for it. So why would I say no to say no to some extra cash, right? <laughs> who who wouldn't? And uh, I don't know who I pissed off, but apparently it was the wrong guy or girl. I don't assume. Came back. Guard was there. People were huddled around my house. And there was, there was just so much Fucking blood. And I should have been there. But I wasn't, as always. 
Evelyn just reaches out to like touch his arm. But then kind of takes her hand back and she's like, I know it wasn't your fault. It's always my fault. Every time I could do something. But no, I don't. What do you mean you pissed off somebody? That that doesn't sound logical. I don't know, man. You're a... When you play the shady places I did, you... You make some enemies. But they... It's weird. They, they they couldn't they couldn't figure out what happened. They just mm-hmm. found her. They don't know who did it, and I couldn't do anything about it. Just it wouldn't tell me anything. I'm so sorry. It must be excruciating to see death again after something like that. And you must never want to love again. It's not a matter of want. Anytime I try to. Gone. It's all gone. So... Figure the best thing I can do about anything I care about is keep it at arm's length. Hmm. Well, I guess we're here at the end of the arm whenever you're ready. He just kind of drops his head. Just sitting there sulking. She tries to give him a hug, like timidly. <laughs> <laughs> While that's going on, you can hear a couple of rooms over, just the kids stomping around, bouncing around, yelling, screaming. Um, completely oblivious to, you know, adult issues. Does he accept the hug? He doesn't deny it. He just kind of sits there in a ball. Just huddled up on the ground. She egg hugs him for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Palm's just kind of ah, that 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 feels that feels a little better. Thank thank you. That I I guess I just needed to uh, just get that out there and. uh, I just thought maybe it would explain some things. I'm glad you feel better. Yeah, better. If you Wait. ever want to talk about anything, I'm I'm here. I like to listen. I, I'm just not one to like pry, you know. No, oh, no, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so good talk, uh, as usual. Um. Are you are you okay? Yeah, I I left something on the 
bye. And he walks out of the room, <laughs> just like head down, embarrassed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you walk. You walk out of the room. Uh, I assume Eva led you follow. Uh, I think she lets him go. Yeah. If he's like obviously trying to disengage, she's like, "Oh yeah, of course, the thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear you hear a familiar what's become a familiar sound, which is Warrington Munt slamming his head into a rafter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, and letting out a small expletive uh, as he uh, tries to accommodate himself in this building that's really not built for a person of his size. Anyway. As you uh, make your way, carry on, as it were, uh, Evelyn, you're downstairs. You see the kids have, have sort of migrated down there. And uh, at a table, you can see the young boy, Martin Trek, is there. And he's got like a top hat. And he's trying to do a magic trick to amuse the other kids. Um, actually, he's using, he's using Simon's hat, his Jingle Bell hat. He's trying to perform a trick with a magic wand, but every time before he can get the incantation out, Juniper keeps wanting to pop out of the hat and sort of scamper off. And so they, he keeps, no, no, Juniper, at the end, get back in the hat. <laughs> um, but it strikes you as interesting because uh, Simon and Martin seem to be associating with each other in the way that kids do, and not in... Uh, it, Really, this is the first time you've seen them together since their traumatic ordeal. Evelyn sees this and, like, she's walking and you would normally expect her to be like, oh, children, pleasant, engage. And she, like, pats them both rigidly on the head. She's like, well done, children. And she's just, like, on a beeline. (laughs) (laughs) She's looking for Dia. Oh, okay. (laughs) Which you find. You find him at some point. She pulls him aside and she's like, Yes. What? Do you have a second that I could talk to you for a second? Uh, what was I currently doing? Do I have a second? Whatever you want to be doing. It's probably something super important. It required a lot of thought and planning and processing and strategy. <laughs> and there's if you're busy, it's fine. No worries. I, and he's writing I, no some stuff. Alcoria told you how you might be able to, to invest some money, maybe. And you're like looking, uh, looking at papers. Yeah, and he t- puts all these papers and pens down and just goes, Yeah, Evelyn, of course. Anything you need. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's no big deal uh, or anything. Just, uh, Kind of, you know, like thinking about, uh, uh, Paulton was married. I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah. He was married before. What are you talking Someone about? Someone named Chandra and she died. What? He was married. Paulton was married. He was married. I never knew that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's, of course, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's not like I have any personal reaction other than just concern for our friends. <laughs> but... I just that, knew that I know that information now, and I thought maybe uh, 
you would also like to know that information. Um, I, I guess, I mean, it does explain some things and maybe it'll... Should I like, should I do anything different? Have I been like, I die in front of him all the time. Oh, that's not your fault. <laughs> but maybe it's hurting him. Like, how dare you? <laughs> well, like every time that something happens, he gets like this. And we know that it's not like, you know, of course, I'm not nothing similar to wife level or anything, but it seems like it's upsetting him. Evelyn, none of us ever wants to die. It's never something we plan. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not something you should uh, that's not something you can blame yourself for. And of course it's going to hurt him. It's going to hurt all of us. No one wants to see that. I ever. hurt all of you all the time, huh? No. Not no, sorry. It's not like that. I didn't mean it like that. You're you're a constant sunshine in our life. And I think he needs that more than anything. And if he was married before, I mean well, right. whatever sunshine. that means. Yes. Uh sunshine. Totally. Yeah. That's yes. It's all fine. It's all fine. It and starts to rain enough. outside. Nice. <laughs> like really kind of really heavy, heavy, heavy spring rain just downpour all of a sudden. I'm just gonna go check on Six and make sure she's fine. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, sure. No problem. She goes looking for. Strength. <laughs> and as she leaves, Diaz just kind of looks down at himself and just like, oh, I blew that one. It also occurs to you that the name Sandra sounds vaguely familiar. To me? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, no. What? <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, talk to Strix. <laughs> when Evelyn gets to Strix, she's just like, Hey, Strix, how are you? Isn't it a nice day? How are you feeling? Strix is just face down in her pile of clothes crying. <laughs> What's wrong? How do I help you? She her, grabs her, her pie has collapsed. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just she's just like she's just depressed. She's, she because she's gotten all these nice things like everything's been fixed. The place is all wonderful and clean and and you know every there's all these like these hopeful things happening. She's just having like a crisis that she could never have her own happiness and she could never have her own kitchen and she could never have her friends around her so she's just crying eventually when evelyn like it keeps trying to be like everything's fine isn't it great you see that it's like the the laugh that turns into a cry where she's like (laughs) and she just lays down next to strix face down and they're both just laying face down in this pile of clothes together no no strix strix will hug her strix isn't going to leave her crying alone Uh, one of the one of the unseen servants one of the unseen servants also just sort of floats over a hanky <laughs> oh yeah. Strix is just gonna like gonna like like nestle her into her robes like a mother hen. Just like okay. <laughs> just curls up like the robes under the wings is like even yeah, like yeah. as small as she possibly yeah. can. And she'll just cry into her like golden curly hair just like in the corner and she's just like I don't deserve anything in this, but I know what I hate myself. I just can't you hear boom, boom, boom. It sounds like the heaviest knock on the front door you've ever heard. What? Come it, in, Warrington. It echoes throughout the entire house. 
Jesus. Strixel Misty Step to the front door. Okay. You're at the front door. It's closed. And it's raining. Right. You can hear the rain on the other side of the door outside. And by now, uh, evening has fallen. Uh, the sun has set. And it's still pouring rain. Well, sure. I mean, Strix is like, since this is her, now she thinks it's her pie shop. She's just like, I know it's rainy. We've got warm pies. And it's going to be a great place for you to sit in between tears. Great place for you to sit down if you really want to sit. <laughs> Sorry, and she'll just open the door. When is approaching the door at the same time with the Strix kind of looks noise. back and she's like, No, I can do it on my own. <laughs> when you throw <laughs> open the door and you look out, you can see the coming night outside, the the hard rain pouring down, um, and pittering off the cobblestones. And you Strix, you look out and you don't see anybody. There's nobody at the door. But then uh, you both see some movement down on the floor in the doorway, and you see a severed hand, all sort of black and desiccated. <gasps> You've seen this hand before. This is Handrew. <laughs> Look at Nate's face. He's so excited. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. But why? <laughs> <laughs> and you could see... Strix uh, is like, Paul it's for you! <laughs> oh. This nasty desiccated hand, just like Thing from the Adams Family, sort of scuttles in. Um, and doesn't look around, but you get the sense that it is kind of getting its bearings, and it just sort of goes underneath your robe, Strix, over toward you, Diath. It just tries to scuttle around you like it's looking for someone. Oh, I don't want this. How did he find us? How did he hit the door so hard? Yeah, that doesn't... You don't know how that tiny hand, which is just like a, an old human hand, could, yeah. could have made such Can a like- thunderous boom. Hmm. That sounds like magic. Do I need Arcana check to see if that's magic? Go ahead. Okay, that seems like it might be magic. That's an 11. Yeah. Okay, someone's got magic outside, so I'm going to go look. All right. uh, I'll let let Paulton know it's it's for him. (laughs) If I die, don't come get me. She'll walk outside. Okay, so Strix is standing out in the night rain. Uh, looking around for any sign of who or what may have made this thunderous boom at the door, if not the hand. Um, You look out, Strix, and as the water's pouring off the brim of your hat, you're kind of looking at the house, and it does look much nicer now that the windows have been put back in, and um, there's, you know, a little, almost like doghouse shed for Lance, your mule. um, Right. And the tower's not letting all the rain seep into your house, which is good. But as you look around, because of all the rain, there's not much activity here on Troll Skull Alley. It's all pretty quiet, um, except for r- what sounds like uh, thunder um, coming in off the coast. And you can see uh, the, there are lamp lights on your neighbor's buildings. Uh, your lamps outside have not been lit, so your place looks, except for the light coming from the inside, rather dark and foreboding. Can I firebolt the lamps to turn them on? That would probably just break the glass and probably damage the lamps more than just light them. Everything I touch breaks. Yeah. All right. Uh, Is there any, can I like look around, there's any rain like falling off in a weird pattern? Maybe someone's invisible? Like somebody invisible in the rain? You don't see anything like that. Okay. Well, I just yell out, if there's anyone out here being spooked, 
Okay, please just tell us now because really it's just easier if you just kill us at this point because we're just so tired. You hear one of your neighbors say, every night, really? If you want to cry, you can come over here, but leave us alone! And then she goes inside and slams Witch. the door. <gasps> She's like, that's a fair assessment! Slams the door. All right. Paulton, you are re- reunited with Handrew. Um, when he scampers over to you, crawling across the floor on his fingertips, you see that he is slightly different from when we last saw him, other than the fact he's still a dead old hand. Uh, but there are bumps on his hand that suggest old scars that weren't there before, and they have almost glyph-like or sigil-like patterns to the scarring. I'm just like... Buddy. What? I like... I, like, hold up a fist to see if he fist bumps he me. He fist bumps you. Boom. Oh, my God. What? What, what happened? Like, what, 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 what happened? What are you doing? You can't talk? <laughs> <laughs> he cannot. Um, okay. Um, I, I don't recognize the, the markings, do I? Uh, you can make an arcana check. Uh, okay, that's really not good. Yep. Oh, but, uh, 22. That's really good. Mm. So, you think that somebody has, probably not him, Andrew itself, but uh, somebody has ensorcelled or enspelled Andrew with protective uh, abjuration magic. Uh, like, he's been, he's been magicked up, basically. I'm just like holding him like, do you have new tricks? The other thing that your Arcana check is able to do is you think that you've seen markings like this before in the Raven Queen's palace. I remember that and just like immediately drop them. Okay. I'm like, oh, right. That's right. Oh. Oh. He tries oh. to just sort of crawl back up next to you. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Don't pull down your bed. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God, I wish you could talk. Oh, oh, um. Trix is like, he can write. Oh. Can he write? Probably. Can I try? Yeah, you can sort of try to hand him a pen and he can try to write, but. It's like, uh, head, ah? Yeah. It'll sort of scratch out on, I don't know what you're, just a piece of paper, I guess, you're having him write? Yeah, sure. He just writes out, hi. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Um, probably on the back of a very important piece of paper from DFS. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> just took it. Yeah. Just wanted to just like, this doesn't look important. <laughs> not, not an office, it's, it's bedroom. Who do you think's been managing everything? <laughs> um, DF like calls a, it his office, but it's just like a corner of his bedroom. It's like <laughs> waffle crew income tax. That's not important. Write it on this. <laughs> I'm just like, um, what are you, why are you here? Uh, it writes, um, hi. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, don't know. Good. Okay, um, did, 
did you go back to the Raven Queen? Yes, question mark. Did she send you to kill me? <laughs> no, question mark. Then he, then he sort of scratches that question mark and puts an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, are we cool? Yes. All right, this isn't ominous at all. Sweet. Welcome back, bud. Gives you a thumbs up. And the night passes into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, the rain continues. And then by early morning, uh, after a fierce thunderstorm. Prob- oh, I, also go out th- I go out there and make sure all the chickens stay dry. Oh, yeah, that too. You can bring them into the kitchen, actually. And- yeah, I like panic, and I'm like, oh, no, <clears throat> yeah. Mr. Fluff and Chops, you can't get wet in the rain. And yes. Pull them into the when, you, when you're out there and you're moving crates of chickens back into the kitchen, uh, there is... <laughs> There is a fierce bolt of lightning that sort of strikes one of sort of the iron spires on a nearby building, kind of lights up, a, a, you know, one street over. And there's a sense, Strix, that this storm, it's, it's kind of ferocity and it, the way it sort of bears down on you, there's a hint of the unnatural to it. Uh-oh. Like, almost like you sense it's a harbinger. Okay, so I, like, get, like, seven chickens all mm-hmm. faster I hold them all like this. I'm like, come on, guys! And there's like, they're all under my arms, and okay. I'm just like running into the kitchen, and I'm like, the storm's magic! Please close the doors! Yep. Uh, and uh, the, the kids ask you if it would be okay if they slept over at Martim's house tonight. Have we That's met problem. Martim's parents? No, <laughs> you have not. You've only met the aunt. Then no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They'll they'll sleep here then, and they'll Mar, Mar, they'll let Martim go before the it gets too why late. Why don't they go to Why don't they go to the druid neighbor? Yeah, they don't, don't want they don't want to go back there. They, <laughs> they make they make them work. Let, let them sleep at Martin's house. It's fine. Who's Martin? Does it Does it matter? <laughs> Who are these kids? Look, we'll invite Martin's parents over for dinner, and we'll oh have my God. a nice talk, and then. If things go well and they're responsible people, then you can go spend the night there. Okay. So or, decided. I mean, if you guys think that Simon can babysit, then they can go. Yeah, Simon can babysit. He literally, like, stuns people. <laughs> Simon, do you or want to be responsible them. for all the other children? He'll nod. He, see? He loves Simon. Don't you like having a cool job? See? Let him go. Paulton, are you the okay with this? The storm is magic. Bad things are going to happen. It's called an omen. It happens all the time. Omen? It's bad. <laughs> I'm not that kind of omen. What about omen? Did you write a letter? No! She just like stomps upstairs. Take the kids to Martins! Uh, when Evelyn asked Paulton, he's just like, Andrew's back. Ominous storm. Kids want to go. Yeah, I feel like the kids probably shouldn't be here right now. Don't know why. All right, well, maybe take waffles as well. We, well, I mean, the waffles can hit hard. Waffles, leave waffles. I think waffles is a killing machine. I'm just worried about the kids. 
And Nat looks at Evelyn and she basically signs like, we're grown up enough to take care of ourselves. Like very like Mar- yeah. sassy. Martin, Martin will also say that he doubts his parents will let him bring the owlbear into the house. Squidly's just like, I'll stay if there's a fight. I'm ready. And he's like aiming his arrow at like everything. <laughs> there's no fight. <laughs> Not yet. I think, I think Jenks is just too ready, too like busy, like hiding pies in his like clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nat's and Strix just, is like, no, stop, stop, you thief. When Nat sasses Evelyn, she looks at Dieth like. Uh, oh, I'm not, I'm no one's parents here. Fine, have fun at Martim's. Gwidley's like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the kids disappear from the scene and uh, you don't see them uh, Ever again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they all die. Struck by lightning. Uh, so when the morning comes, uh, you are all awakened by the sounds of distant horns. And you've heard, you've probably heard the horns like these a few times since you've been in the city. Uh, they're used to sort of marshal city guards. Uh, but you were, you sort of heard one, and then another one, and then another one, another one, another one, and the sheer number of horns has you concerned. Oh. These are not these are not close either. They're they're some distance off. Maybe that has nothing to do with us, and someone else will take care of it. I'm just, yeah, maybe I'm it's fine. Out of bed. I've got my broom. Hey, this I'll is like a what these, it is. And these horns are like completely separate than ones that like call the Griffin Cavalry or anything? Yes. I was going to make everyone breakfast, but now there's a crisis, so I guess I'll (laughs) just go take care of that. If anyone else would like to make breakfast, no, Uh, just don't. Don't bother. I'll I'll, make breakfast. I'm sure you'd be great at making breakfast, Dia. And she just like jumps out the window on her broom. All right, uh, when you go out the window, your broom backfires and leaves a big cloud of smoke hanging in the air. I hope it hits the neighbor who yelled at me. (laughs) You soar up into the morning sky, and everything is wet, and there are puddles of water everywhere in the city that you can see. But what strikes you right away is that there is a a huge force of city guards threading through the city toward the eastern walls. And when you get right. high above the city and look out in that direction, now, uh, to east of Waterdeep is not, uh, so the, the uh, sea is to the west. To the east is basically rolling farmland, and there's actually a small village outside of Waterdeep to the east, surrounded by farmland. It's called Undercliff, the village of Undercliff. And so lots of farms and dotted woods as far as you can see. Well, there's something going on out near the village of Undercliff because there are some odd fires and smoke and what looks like an army. An army? Yes. Oh. Huh. Uh, do I recognize the colors from any sort of uh, part of the Sword Coast? You'd have to get much closer. Yeah, I don't really want to get closer to an yeah. army. Um, okay, I will just uh, go ahead and zoom back to the house. 
and sort of just like run yeah. into as you the, as you wheel around back to the house, you can see that the city's Griffin cavalry is currently marshalling and flying in wing formations out toward oh. the village of Undercliff. Are uh, they close enough to where I can zoom up to one? You'd have to get you'd have to go across, about cross about half the city to get to them, but you could intercept them on their way heading eastward. Um, all right. And I'm there's there's that. about there's about fifty of them. Okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna zoom up to them and I feel like oh oh bird bird people riders. And one so one of the one of the helmed knights. Uh, it's hard to tell just looking at them at a glance because uh, they got big lances and they've got sort of gold and white gleaming armor. One of them stares back at you through the slits in his or her helm and says, "Clear off." So who's, who's attacking the city? Inquiring minds want to know. Uh, there is, the knight will tell you there is a large army of elves, what appear to be wild elves, and they have brought a forest with them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The forest is attacking the village. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Huh. <laughs> so like, hmm. Ah, uh, uh, hmm. So is there anyone in charge or anyone that looks like a general or something that probably someone that my group of friends have pissed off? Uh, all, you can see that one of the griffin riding knights has a, a sort of a billowing red cape that might suggest someone of a higher station, maybe a captain or oh. a colonel. Um, but they're sort of at the lead of this vanguard. Yeah. So I'm like, hi, I'm Strix. I've made a lot of mistakes with my friends. Can you tell me if if there's like who these these elves are? Uh, this uh, woman just sort of shakes her head and says, "Are you with the Watchful Order?" I sure am. <laughs> All we know is that elves are attacking the village in force with the aid of creatures called treants, as well as okay. other woodland creatures. We don't know why, and we have no other information. All right. Thank you, Captain. And she, like, salutes, like, totally wrong. She's just, like, <laughs> she just, like, flies off. All right. <laughs> and she goes off. While Strix is gone, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, I guess attempting to make breakfast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There are all these. There are all these chickens around. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've, I picked up on a few things from being around Strix enough. It's yeah. going to be not as good, but I'll as you're working, uh, the the uh, unseen servants are helping you out by basically bringing things to you in the order in which you would need them. Oh, good. Uh, Dieth alone in the kitchen to the unseen servant says, "If anyone asks, I did this and figured it out on my own." <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn comes and sits with him while he makes it and just kind of watches. Sitting at the little table in the corner. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Waffles will probably be on hand too, as is customary, to see what falls on the floor and all that. Yeah. Oh, Periodically, sure. Dieth will turn to Evelyn and she'll be like, Does this look done to you? Evelyn knows nothing, and so she's like, Yeah. Great. <laughs> Does he have uh, to roll for this? I feel like he should roll for this. <laughs> no, not yet. And Paulton, what are you up yeah. to? Uh, Paulton's been in his room trying to like, I guess, figure out what's different about the hand at this point. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it definitely looks like it has been ensorcelled. Um, Sorcelled. Ensorcelled. And, but other than that, it's behaving just like it was behaving when last you had it. Um, okay. Oh, God. On the way back, Strix is flying her broom, and she's like, hmm, that's really weird. And she, like, you see this flashback of the hand, and this flashback of Miranda saying, my people made this. The flashback to the elves, and she's like, oh, no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alessandra, how, would you, how do you envision your entrance? I enter on a Tyrannosaurus Rex's back. Excellent. Oh. All right. Okay. Good. So after, so um, most of you are still in the Waffle House. Strix, make a perception check. Ten. Okay. Uh, what you don't. Okay. What what you don't see is a, a small cadre of robed individuals seamlessly waking their, making their way through the quiet, uh, water deep streets. Uh, as the guards have all sort of rushed off to the east. Um, you don't see them throw off their cover, um, revealing their armor and whatnot. You don't see them summon their dinosaur mounts, and you don't see them stampede toward the Waffle House. What am I looking at? I'm just like looking at a, like a pie shop, like four streets over, going, is that a competition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, you're, you're, you're obviously distracted by the, the waves of guards going, uh, basically being called to duty to the eastern wall. Um, you're obviously, you're also probably seeing what look like um, wizards taking to the air with flying spells. Oh, so yeah. I think there's, there's lots going on to yeah, distract yeah. you. I look at their outfits and I'm like, I yeah. wish I was a wizard. Somehow you do not see the Tyrannosaurus. And... Those of you in the kitchen hear, and you see the drink in front of you, Evelyn, Jurassic Park style, just sort of make ripples. The chickens run before everyone else notices. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Strix. Uh-huh. Roll initiative. Oh, but I... I'm just like looking over at the wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Oh, that's a nine. All right. Uh, you get ambushed in the air. You don't know they they're moving so fast, and just like bolts fired from crossbows, they come at you. You see two. Um, Armored figures on pterodactyls. Oh no! Their pterodactyls oh. have uh, sort of armor, razor-like um, beaks. Cool. And they have rainbow feathers. Oh, it's so cool! <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't have one. I want the bird. This is right. how we got into this whole mess. Right. Yes. It's so true. It's full circle. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, the riders hurl gleaming gold javelins at you. Uh, one of them rolls a 17 and one of them rolls a 22. Yeah, both, both of those hit. Okay. Are they close enough for me to hellish rebuke them? Uh, what's the range of your hellish rebuke? Because they are, t- I'm trying to do it right. They're attacking me. 
Yeah. It's very rude. It's very, very rude. Um, hold on, I'm checking. Is that a spurst? No. Da, 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 ba, da. 60 feet. Oh, 60 so, yes. Feet. Yes. <laughs> and they have to they make, have a, to make it a dexterity 16 save. So, the one that you target succeeds. So, it will take half damage from your hellish rebuke. You, by the way, took a total of uh, uh, 20 points of damage from the two javelins. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Um, all right, so as soon as they, like, stab me with the javelin, I'm like, ow! <laughs> like, holding it in my shoulder. Uh, I will hellish rebuke at the appropriate time. Roll your damage. Oh, oh there, went, there went my damage on the floor. And Alessandra, uh, your Tyrannosaurus oh. Rex is standing outside of the Waffle House. Oh, wait, hold on, wait. So, oh, good. Okay, yeah, that's, that's 12. 12. 12. Got it. Right, From the so top. You hear strict oh. stream again. Well, no, but nobody would because there's too much horn activity going on. Dang it. All right, never mind. Well, she does scream. Okay. Alessandra. Yes. You seem to have caught them by surprise. <laughs> wow, no one's surprised about that. <laughs> well, it does take some preparation to plan the proper vengeance. Okay. So... <laughs> So I am going to scream out from the top of my Tyrannosaurus. Send me the one responsible for the death of Artis Simber. This voice echoes through Troll Skull Alley. So I hear it. <laughs> you do. It is an unfamiliar oh. voice. Paulton just kind of looks up and he goes, oh, oh, fuck, yay. Evelyn hears it and goes out. Yeah, Diethla immediately uh, puts down all his cooking things, carefully turns off the stove first. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, he's probably wearing Strix's apron and like, oh my god. That's such a good image. And then goes for his uh, equipment very quickly. Okay. But breakfast is going to get cold. So will our bodies unless we handle this. (laughs) Oh, good line. All right. uh, So two figures march out of this old gothic manse. One of them is a human in an apron, youngish fella. And the other is... (laughs) Are you in your armor, Evelyn? Yeah. I think she usually yeah. just hangs out in it. One is in her gleaming gold armor, her curly locks catching the morning light. You don't just see uh, what appears to be a regal woman astride a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You see a second woman uh, a little ways past her in a dusky robe her face hidden in shadow on the back of a Triceratops. Hello, welcome to Trollskull Alley and the Waffle House. I'm Evelyn Marthane, and this is Diaz Woodrow at your service. Do I look like I'm here for pleasantries? I mean, I suppose everyone deserves pleasantries. I repeat... Do I look like I am here for pleasantries? I asked a question. 
And it has a very simple answer. No, you're not here for pleasantries. Okay. <laughs> Who is responsible for the death of artist Simber? And I want you to know that when I ask this question, I know the answer. So be very direct and very, very concise. Uh, Paulton walks out at this point. He goes, okay, now... Listen, let's say, let's let this, this helicopter pass really quick. <laughs> now, let's say someone here was, uh, who, are, who are we speaking to? My name is Alessandra. Artist Simber was my husband. Ah. And someone took him away from me. And an immortal life is a long time to spend alone. That is a long time. Sander. Uh kind of puts his hand up at Paulton to almost to kind of signal like, don't talk for just a moment. I'm going to try something. Uh, and Th at uh, Alessandra would say, uh, no one man or person otherwise was at fault for the, for the death of Artist Simber. The only thing that claimed his life was that of the Ring of Winter, to which he vanly attempted to keep under control, but eventually claimed him as well. Did the ring end his life? It could be argued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul's gonna walk forward and then he'll do like the exact same gesture and be like <laughs> it's like see it doesn't feel great <laughs> and goes so you're looking for the one that took his life Am I correct? correct? Yes. Okay. Considering that's exactly what I just said. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm definitely not stalling. But you hear more war horns off toward the east. Cons- that's that's this- concerning. <laughs> Can Strix try to get back with javelins in her at this point? Yeah, so the javelins sort of fall out of you uh, after after piercing your flesh. Uh, wow. You you propel yourself toward Trollskull Alley, realizing that your broom matches the speed of their mounts, so you can kind of oh. try to keep ahead of them if all you do is move. Okay, I move. All right, so... <laughs> leave a big smoke trail behind you as you race back. Um, and you can see now... A Tyrannosaurus Rex with a rider, a Triceratops with a rider, outside of the Waffle House. Uh, and, not a, uh, and not a guard in sight. Sorry, my bird's going all too. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's having fun. Yeah. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> Big uh, mood. Yeah. <laughs> So she's just gonna, she's just gonna tumble down in front of everyone and just be like, "I was hit by javelins. They're trying to kill us. That lady 
Hey, you made it. Cool. Uh, so Halton carries on. Yep. He kind of like looks off to the side and he goes, holy shit, 25 charisma. Okay. Um, he goes, I, I can, I can, I can see that. Congratulations. Um, okay. So Try you know me. the answer. So that was me. What a, and I have my assumptions. Sure. But I'll give the benefit of a doubt. What is it you seek by being here? Grovel. Grovel. Evelyn, can you tell if this lady's evil? You're going to need to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or hit the ground. There we go. Oh, wisdom. Dang, you got commanded. Damn, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 14. That. That. Uh, you're, that does not oh, cool. beat the save DC. Uh, but uh, did you count your bonus for Evelyn being present? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Plus five. Yeah, so that would be, what did I say, 14? 14. So 19 then? So 19. I like to headcanon that 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 looks like Paulton's starting to like (laughs) almost kneel on the ground and Evelyn's like, no, she smacks him. (laughs) And he's like, oh yeah, no, I don't need to do that. (laughs) Uh, Now, what is the DC, Christina, for Alessandra's, what's her spell DC? Hold on one second. Okay, she's got a pretty butch DC. So. <laughs> oh, good. That's <laughs> some other shoot. LDC. 21. There we go. Jeez. So you feel a compulsion to grovel before her. Phone's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he gets down. I and, hate that. And how does he grovel? He does not like that at all. Yeah, Strix is like. Paul's like setting aside a. He's like, you know, I feel like with with that DC, this was kind of set up. This was rigged, but you know Wait. what? It's fine. Could I tell that she was casting that spell? Uh, it seemed to just be a word coming out of her mouth, but given the mm-hmm. reaction, you're almost certain that there a spell did transpire and okay. is now over. I didn't have time to counterspell it. Helen mm. also has commands, so she probably recognizes that too, right? It's just a, it literally just triggers off a of verbal. So okay. by the time you, by the time it's happened, it's happened. It's, there's no, I know. there's no gestures. To, but I'm yes, you. Whether Evelyn thinks that yes. Paulton like decided to grovel. Yeah, this, this, this seems like something that Evelyn has the ability to do as well. She glares. She's like, you know, it doesn't mean anything if you tell them to do it. Flee. To me? Yeah. Oof. (laughs) Oh, no. I don't succeed against the 21. (laughs) 
that a fear or is this a, a runaway oh, command? Oh, man, yeah. that sucks. And you see Evelyn's face just get confused as she kind of, like, rises into the air and just leaves. Okay, I don't like this. I'm what gonna the hell? I'm going to polymorph her stupid dinosaur. All right, let's uh, let's. Palton <laughs> 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 hey, hey, hey. didn't grovel yet. <laughs> Paul, I'm still waiting to hear Palton's grovels. Palton goes, I, I'm sorry. And I assume you've come for justice. And I assume that's my life you'll want for his, correct? Yes. Yes. So, so I, I, I kill your husband. You kill me and that's what? Justice? Balance? What's coming to me? I want the ring back. I, I don't have that. Where is it? I don't know that. It's in the shadow fell with two people that steal faces. I want that ring. And I want your life. But I assume one can't happen without the other. Yes, well. So find a remedy to this. Look, I don't know where the ring is. I don't know who took it. I'd like to cast Zone of Truth. Okay. Let's, um, uh, since you're casting a spell and it has uh, components to it, let's roll initiative. Okay. Uh, just so we know the order of operations for everyone. How big is that zone of truth and how close is the ball? So, mm. I believe... I'll double check the zone of truth area. Why Dieth is pretty squirrely about that zone of truth? <laughs> <laughs> 60 oh. feet. Okay, yeah, so it's a... So it's 60 feet out, but it's a 15-foot radius sphere. So if it's basically centered on Paulton, it'll get all of you except Evelyn. Okay. Uh, so, Holly, what was your role? Uh, that is 19. Okay. Uh, DF? 19. Evelyn? Evelyn? 18. Thank you. Paulton? 20. Look at all these great rolls. Alessandra? Yeah, 15. All right, and I'll roll for a few other folks here. Um... The, the two pterodactyl riders are sort of circling over your neighborhood, um, observing what's happening, but they don't land. Um, Alessandra casts Zone of Truth. Is anybody trying to counterspell or do anything? Nah, I only counterspell when it hurts. Okay. This so only hurts people. A mentally. Zone of Truth uh, effect, ground zero on Paulton, goes off. Uh, Alessandra, do you want to do anything outside of uh, your attack action? Are you just going to wait at this point? I'm just going to wait it out. Okay. Um, then that goes off in kind of the surprise round. So now at the top of the initiative order, it is Paulton's turn. So I, like, recognize Zone of Truth from it being cast on me a couple times, right? Yeah. This has got a slightly different flavor because it was, it was sort of learned in a different way, mm. in a different place. But, yeah, you recognize it. Okay. I say, I tell her, like, you can think I'm lying, but I don't know where it is. 
Paul and goes, wait, right, Chris? I never, I, I didn't relearn where it is. <laughs> True, yes. You did, you did not, you did not learn where it not. is. Uh, it was taken off you while you were basically in suspended time animation, so you could not even perceive who took it. Hmm. So, uh, he, he says to her, yes. You know, I'm a lot like you. Doubtful. Mm. All this justice and this and this vengeance. It's fun. I've I've lost a lot of people I've loved. And uh, like you, I did everything I could to go after them, make sure they were held responsible. One of them I didn't get to actually see fall. Two of them got away. But the rest, I, God, I damn sure took action like you did to make sure that they suffered and they were held accountable. And you want to know what I can tell you from that? You're going to tell me, obviously. I am very perceptive it doesn't do anything the pain of the loss the mourning it doesn't it doesn't go away but what does grow stronger it's that, it's that anger it's all that fucking hatred it just stays with you Ma'am, he's he just like like puts this little buckle. He's like, I, I have I have this thing. Just let me go through it. Uh huh. He goes, people who killed my my son, they're gone. Um, is Evelyn still like in range at least? Uh, yeah, like she's, visible. She's probably visible. Yeah. Points there. The ones who've killed her over and over and over again, gone. And I let one get away. And you know what? I don't know if that was the right call, but... Yeah, I know. I have regret. And if I saw him, I would... I'd put him out of his misery. Same with, uh... Same with the ones who killed my wife. But... I can tell you that this is the kind of path you want to go down. You're going to turn into something nasty, something heinous. And you'll get to a point where you look in the mirror and you're just like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. So, is that really, is that really the kind of person you are? Do you think I amassed an army of over 5,000 to be stopped by a speech and some victim noises. Yes, Seriously. All right. Oh, damn. Yes. Okay. All right, fine. So be it. And he, uh, he just kind of puts his head down. Mm -hmm. He goes, make it quick. All right. It is now Diath's turn. 
How's that zone of truth working for you, buddy? Hate it. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. <sighs> yeah, this is no time to be indecisive. Uh, uh, after, like, Paulton basically like, puts his head mm-hmm. down, Dieth also kind of steps forward <clears throat> uh, and just says, Look, you clearly want the ring more than anything else. We're telling you, we don't know where it is. It was taken from us. That thing is evil. It ruins people. It almost ruined Paulton. It's what took the life of artists. We're trying... We did everything we could to help, to get it out of here. That's... And we're telling you, like, we don't know where it is. And killing Paulton will just make it that much harder for you to even find it. It's not even in this same plane of existence. The shadow fell. Thank you, Strix. The robed woman on the Triceratops says, that one's mine. <gasps> oh, no. For a hog? <laughs> do you want to do anything else, Diath, on your turn? Ah. Uh... Uh, I would say probably not. I don't want to make any kind of aggressive move here because this doesn't look like a battle we could win on account of their dinosaurs. Uh, so I guess it's just more... Uh, yeah, I guess it'll be, like, more ready in action. He'll, like, step in and defend should one of them attack first, but he's not going to go after anyone right now. Okay. Strix. Uh, I don't like that mean lady, but she's just going to like. She's going to like look. Look at at Paulton and say, yes. Oh, woe is me if he shall perish. And then she just like goes like this. (laughs) <laughs> Paul just kind of looks like what is, what is, what is how tragic would it be <laughs> Paul, Paul. no such magic that they could never ever bring the dead back to life Paulton picks up on the sarcasm just like Jesus I'm offering up my fucking life here have some respect Strix <laughs> Woe is me, do not kill my friend. (laughs) But perhaps one of us should do the deed for you. And then you should leave as it happens. No. (laughs) Very well. Fair. But just make it quick and not talking and I'll kill you all. Why are you so mean? Years of practice. What made you mean? Why are you mean? Do you want a pie? Why don't you come in for a pie? You don't need to do this. I'm so tired. Just, I'll just make you whatever pie you want. Are you taking any? You have cherry. I might. <laughs> you want me to go check? I'm serious. I just, you know, 
You look like a canny blood. You've been all over the plains or something. Like, there's a bunch of elves. Like, why are we doing this? Like, we can get the ring back. We know who has it. It's these weird elves that still faces. And what was that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah, it was this girl, Miranda, in the Shadowfell with these weird elves that still faces. I don't know who they were. So you just said you'd know who they were. You know who the people that took the ring is. He said that he did not know. I was like... Who the- he, 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 he probably doesn't even remember her name. Just give him a break. He drinks like all day. Paul's just like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> See? He didn't even remember. Remember I'm what? He's in, the, he's in the zone of truth. He can't lie. I just, just say it. So will I. Just don't attack us. We've had our house blown up 17 million times. <laughs> I really just want you to go away. I'm trying to make a place where I make these pies and make everyone happy. And I feel like everyone hates me and I'm having such a bad time. And I just want to have a nice time. And I know magic. And, you know, it doesn't even matter. We certainly don't know where it is. We have an idea of who possibly could have it, but there's no real good way to get over there. And for the record, she makes an incredible pie. Thank you. At least someone cares. Are you going to go make me a pie or are you going to stand here and keep saying things I don't care to hear? I will make you a pie if you just say please. Because it's rude to just ask for things. That's cheap. All right. Well, you know, learn boundaries. <laughs> just want, just please. Um, at that point, I throw a javelin in her general direction. Oh, come on! Just, just I'm not trying to hit her. I just want her to be quiet. <laughs> so a dagger sticks in between the cobblestones next to you. Well, you know what? You know what? Now you're now you're getting boysenberry, and then she runs inside. Okay. I love boysenberry. If I see one boysenberry, that's your neck. <laughs> Colin's like, we actually agree on something. Boysenberry is just terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's true. It's so overrated. I don't understand it. I mean, of all berries, boysenberry is one of the weakest. Uh, when I go in there, I immediately start looking uh, for poison. Poison. You, you don't talking about poison. You, you probably don't just have any um, lying on the I'm shelf. I'm pretty sure I do because I took some from that mushroom place. Well, then that you have. Yep. Okay. So you you pull that off the shelf and unplug it and oh woo, yeah that's good. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Nylendre, on her Triceratops, turns to you, Alessandra, and says, Aelrain is not going to be happy about this news about the ring. I understand that we have an agreement, and I am going to uphold my end. But you know the reason I'm here. I would not have risked everything to come here. I'm with you to the end. It may be sooner than we think. I'm ready. Uh, it is your turn. Or sorry, no, Evelyn's turn. My mistake. Uh, Evelyn, you're on an 18. So Evelyn you, had yeah. fled. Yeah, that, I believe that effect ends. Yeah. It's not and perpetual. And so you see her, like she went out to a distance <laughs> and you're like, ah! <laughs> and she's just trying to grapple Alessandra and take her like take her like here's Alessandra sitting on the T-Rex and just 
Since you, since you pretty much used all your movement last round to get away, it'll take all your movement to get back. Um, so, yeah, you can attempt to grapple her if you want. I just want to grapple her off the T-Rex. Okay. Alessandra, you see the, her coming for you. And not even specifically off the T-Rex. She just wants to... Grapple her? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and now this is, since you're grappling rather than attacking, this is treated using the grappling rules, uh, which for you, I believe, is going to be a strength check, Evelyn. Let me just make absolutely sure. Dun, 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 dun. Grappling is easy. Okay, um, so you can grapple. So make a strength athletics check contested by Alessandra's strength athletics check. Or a dexterity acrobatics check, but I think Alessandra's probably going to go on with strength. I got 15. 15. Alessandra, what's your strength athletics check? Let's see. 19. <laughs> 32. Okay, um, so <laughs> you, you attempt to grapple her, and then you just sort of feel this supernatural thrust, and like a feather, you are just pushed away. Like, it's, you almost felt like you were grappling something impossibly strong. There's, like, tears in her eyes, and she's like... I'm just so sorry that we killed him. We didn't mean to. We tried to stop the ring and we couldn't, and I'm sorry that your husband's dead. Okay. (laughs) What am I going to do with your sorry? I don't know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully by this time she's noticed that this is the saddest group of adventurers she's ever met. <laughs> yeah, b- despite my laughter, there's, I'm sure Evelyn's <laughs> tears are absolutely 100% sincere. That's all. I don't have any action. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Um, now it is Alessandra and company. Um, Alessandra, your retinue will only act after you do, so what would you like to do? Strix has gone back into their house to make some sort of pie. That could take an hour. <laughs> Maybe. Tie them up. All right. Uh, the uh, Nylendre. I command my. Nylendre will uh, snap her fingers and immediately vines burst up between the cobblestones and try to wrap around Diath and Paulton. Mm-hmm. So I need dexterity saving throws from you two gentlemen. As Right after she says, tie them up, he's just like, yeah, that's probably a better choice. Ooh. 18. Very good. Uh, 19. Okay, uh, as these... Um, Grasping vines try to entwine around the both of you. You slip, you both slip out of them. Dodge away, hop away, hop to the side. All that it takes. And different ones try to grab you from different directions and try to snag your arms, your legs, your feet, your ankles, your neck. 
but every one of those that tries to latch onto you, you finagle your way out of, and neither of you are enwrapped by it. The two on the, or one of the ones on, a, on the back of the pterodactyl pulls out a whip and tries to flash it around Evelyn. So Evelyn, um, he's got to make a grapple with the whip. You can make your strength athletics check to, or dexterity acrobatics to avoid being grappled oh, by it. Oh, no. It's a nat one. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so without even looking, this whip <laughs> comes right around your neck and you're just <laughs> hoisted backwards toward him. Um, and then his buddy pulls out his whip and also, while you're held there, it sort of lashes it around your waist. So they're both holding you with their whips. And you're just in the air with these two whips coiled around Stop! you. Stop! They turn to you. Everything hurts. What you feel right now is how everything inside me feels. With him gone. (laughs) I loved him. I don't want all of this. Help me find the ring and I will let you live. Do you want a hug? You've got this this uh, <laughs> thing around your neck, like really tight. So it's like, do you want a hug? <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Understand. Uh, Paulton's going to turn to her and say, I get lost. I told you I get it. So, and then he kind of, he kind of like goes blank for a minute and then Strix is still in the kitchen, right? Yes. Okay, Strix, you hear Paul and he's just like, are you sure you know where the ring is? Oh, you just hear him, you don't see him. <laughs> oh, uh, she's like, I mean, I remember who took it. You were there. You weren't I don't there. remember anything. That's why I said that. Yes. I wasn't lying. Yes, you know? yes. I'm talking to myself and the, and the chickens are like, bark, bark, bark. I'm like, yes. Should I poison the pie? No, it's fine. They okay. just so weird. She's like and about then, to pour it. She's like, whoop. <laughs> Paul and back out there goes, we'll do everything we can to find it. If that's what will make it right. Also, Sorry in advance. And then he just like disappears. And then he just kind of walks out the front door. He's like, just a safety precaution, but we'll still help find the ring. So what the rest of you see is Paulton just sort of vanished. And then Paulton comes out of the house. He like was that. never going to die to begin with. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn's like visibly yes. super relieved yes. and like Evelyn, you've you've seen the mis- you've seen the mislead spell be used before, but this is the first time that's really sort of 
It's like she's watching Game of Thrones and there was just like a big reveal and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> Even Dieth is like super taken aback by this. It's like, wow. Uh, uh, Dieth will still address Alessandro though uh, and says, we agree with you that the ring should be found. It's not something that should just be let loose out, without, out there in the world or wherever. But if you don't mind me asking, what is it that you want it for? More than just a keepsake, I'm sure. Uh, it's not exactly easy to gather 5,000 wild elves and an army. I've made a deal. And I've offered the ring to someone in return for helping me with my vengeance, which I'm sorry, you guys are just too pathetic to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Thank you! That's <laughs> The woman, the woman on the triceratops is, says, they are. They really, really are. <laughs> well, at least you... It's glad you guys can at least understand that we're nothing. I do. I really do. Look, it was never our intent to lose the ring in the first place. We understand its power. We understand its corruption. And we want nothing more from than that ring to be safely locked away or destroyed. The ring is an elven artifact. They want it returned right. to them. That's where it should be. Right. We heard that. It's already cost too much. How long is this pie going to take? <laughs> well, it's going you to can't be good. rush a masterpiece! I'd say like thirty more minutes pass if you guys just standing there awkwardly. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, when you're when, yeah, when you're in there, um, so you all hear a door on the balcony. Um, this would be the uh, second floor front facing balcony off of Waffles Den. Basically, get thrown open, and Alessanda, you see this big hippo man oh, with a keg over his head. And no. <laughs> and he says, Be gone! This is my house and I won't let you destroy it! Would you know? And Bones, like, just full disclosure, he's, 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 he's borderline squatting. This is our house, not his. <laughs> I just make a single command of drop. You don't want to drop the okay. keg. He, oh. he drops the keg and ah. it explodes. <gasps> Of course it does. Uh, right at his feet. Uh, you just see this huge blast consume the front of the house. And uh, war- you don't know what happens to Warrington. He just sort of blasts backward in through the wreckage of the house. Shrapnel from the shattered balcony flies everywhere. And the facade of the house just comes tumbling down. No! I would like... I would like Diath and Paulton to make dexterity saving throws as the front of the house falls down on top of you. You know, in the grand scheme of things, destroying your house (laughs) and all that you care about is almost as much fun as taking your lives. (laughs) I mean, we're more used to that. Uh, 21. Yeah. Close to that. Six. Okay. Uh, Paulton, you are you are caught in the collapse and buried in rubble. 
It's like coming down. He's looking at this building falling. I'm just like, yeah, it seems about right. Evelyn <laughs> <laughs> is struggling against the whips, being like, no. Right. Okay. Uh, so Paulton, you can free her now. Uh, Paulton is buried completely under the rubble and takes 47 points of damage. Uh, you guys, this cloud erupts. Um, sound of thunder strikes of the house falling down. Oh, I know that sound. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know I'm now that sound well. I'm yes. just like... Everything in the kitchen shakes and some stuff falls off the counters. Yeah, and like I feel like the, she looks at the pie and it's like done. As like, as like, like roof bits are falling down. <laughs> yeah. Am I buried under like tons and yeah. tons of rubble? You are, or is you it are like- buried under rubble. There is no sign of you underneath the wrecked facade of the house. And you can see into interior chambers, um, specifically uh, the, you can see into the, clearly into the tap room, into the common room, the hall, and uh, part of Waffle's den is completely now open on one side. Uh, the turret, which was right adjacent to the balcony, also took the brunt of some punishment, and you just kind of hear it sort of crack, tip, and lean forward over the street. All this stuff comes crashing down, and the dust settles, you just hear, Cool! <laughs> Can I come out with the pie now? Yes. When you come out, you see the front of the house is now lying down on the street in, so in piles. I'm so, I just like, I'm just going to walk up like just like this with the pie and just like hold it up to the, to Alessandra. The dinosaur sniffs it. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. Not yours. It's it's hers. It's not poisoned. I promise. I was gonna poison it, but then you didn't kill us. So you know, just zone of truth. Just being honest. <laughs> Is it boysenberry? No, it's cherry. Thanks. <laughs> Life is hard for everyone, and we're all struggling. Pies <laughs> make everything better. It does smell remarkably good. <laughs> Strix says that, and Paul's like, oh, struggling. Some of us more so than others. (laughs) Evelyn, the coils on the the whips loosen so that you're no longer bound. She rushes to the pile where she thinks Paulton might be and starts trying to... Yeah. Yeah. It's a big pile. I would say sorry about your house, but... It's fine. I'll just I'll let us to. You you seem really distraught. I mean, why don't you all come in and we can just have a nice chat? I mean, for what's left of the house, like we have tables and well, we did. We can talk all about right. how we'll get the ring back. <coughs> I'm all right. Good no morning, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Oh. I can't believe you're all right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Who is Warrington? Oh, man. We could tell you so many stories. Perhaps over a warm pie. Cut to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody clustered in the kitchen since the tap room's been wrecked again. I'm, I'm no longer buried, right? Yeah, you, you get excised eventually by Evelyn. 
and pulled it. She cool. pulled, once she finds some sign of you like an arm, she just starts pulling you out with her phenomenal strength. Cool. See. Oh. And you hey. see, is this lady like a power or something? Is she like, a, why is she like a god? What's her deal? Are you asking or are you just trying yeah. to divine that by looking at her? <laughs> I'm, kind of di- I'm kind of divining it by looking at her, but also talking out loud because I have no filter. So she, she, is a, she is an armored goddess on a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So you can see worked into the design of her, of Alessandra's armor, and the armor of her bodyguards on the pterodactyls are maze-like patterns and oh. symbols that you've seen before suggesting Ubtau. All right. Uptow. Uptow. Do you worship Uptow, Alessandra? I do. Uh, it's Alessandra. Alessandra. I am so sorry, Alessandra. You, you may also refer to her as Lady Ray Burton, says oh. the woman on the Triceratops. These are too many fancy titles. Welcome to the Chicken Foot Coven. Uh, A.K.A. the Waffle House. A.K.A. a pile of rubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, not sorry. That like landed on Paul McGay. He's just like, come on, damn it! He then unburies him again. Yeah. Some some papers sort of float down, and they're all like Diaz papers. Just oh, those were organized. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Strix will get about to making pies while I'm sure DF informs her of and all the other murderers where the ring yeah. of saw the ring of winter. Uh, Alessandra, are you, are you planning to stay on your quote unquote high horse, uh, your Tyrannosaurus Rex, or are you going to? What's your? Uh, oh, no, I've decided to dismount and okay. carry on. All right, still on the high horse though, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Dieth will try to regale as much information as he can with everything that they've been through and everything that's around here, along with trying to discuss with Alessandra any possibilities or uh, information they could exchange back and forth on how they could even attempt to begin to find the Ring of Winter or where to start looking or how to get there, because it's in a different plane of existence as far as we know. This is going to be a very collaborative effort if we want to make this happen. Alessandra kneels and begins to pray, and she summons Uptow. All right. Um, you have seen images of Uptow represented in statues in Chult and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so, I met him, didn't I? And you met him in a fashion, in a dream, what you think is a dream, maybe, uh, in a maze. Uh, that, I did. That individual... Steps before you, uh, out of nothing, looks momentarily disoriented and kind of disapproving of the surroundings. Uh, (laughs) But then uh, you see a smile, a faint smile, cross his face when he realizes he's in the company of an old friend. And uh, oh, that's a power! I met him in a dream where I was mazed. Do you remember those dreams? You guys never talked about those. He learns. He took. Uh, he looks at you, Alessandra, and says warmly, with with an undercurrent of, you wouldn't say frustration, but maybe bad timing. Um, that I was having such a good day. 
Do you remember me, Oaktow? Uh, and uh, it's not about you. He, he'll take you up. <laughs> he'll take you up by the hand, Alessandra, so that you're not kneeling, and uh, he embraces you warmly. It's good to see you, friend. It's been a very rough day, my lord. I'm so sorry to hear that. Are you at peace? No. What can I do to help? We seek the Ring of Winter that was formerly worn. I see. Mortals and their playthings. It never ends. Paul's just kind of like, yeah. And it's not a mean one like Asmodeus. That was really scary. We're kind of having a moment. We don't need the running commentary. <laughs> I like that she's just saying this out loud. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to the Waffle Crew. And uh, he says, oh, is that cherry pie? It's actually really good. Like, I don't like her, but her pie is delicious. He sort of looks at you and, mm-hmm, meh, meh. May I? Help yourself. He'll try a piece of the pie. He'll cut it with a knife. He'll plop it down on the plate. Some of it sort of lands on the floor, and then he just has this sort of awkward moment like, um, no, I'm not picking that up. Uh, and then he just sort of sweeps it with his sandaled foot underneath a table so that nobody steps on it. And then he'll put it down on the table, sit in the chair, and start eating it uh, and confirm that it is indeed a very good pie. Strix is like gets too close to him and it's just like <laughs> He's like really happy that he likes it. And uh, he'll put a hand he'll put his hand on yours, Alessandra, and he says, I want nothing more than peace in your life. And if I can guide you in that direction through this crazy maze in which we all find ourselves, then I will. Yes. But you do realize you do have to deal with the matter outside of this city. There is a war being waged on these people now. Yes. He I says, you know, little... Artis was very much like them. You remember, right? He was as much trouble as any adventurer I've ever met. I don't I warned you, adventurers. I got it over my head. It's just, it's a lot. It could, it hurts. I didn't know what to do. And now I've got an army and a dinosaur. I don't know how to stop it now. Ah, follow your heart and try to be kind. And things will work out, you know. In a way, Artis is still with us and will always be with you. (sighs) 
And he would want to, he would want to know that the, the ring is in safe hands. He was obsessed about that silly thing. I think it forced him to be. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry I destroyed your house and attacked you. <gasps> that, don't worry about it. Yeah, you, you can summon powers. That's pretty, like, thank you for not killing us. That's a, that's a, yeah. that's really scary. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for eating my pie. He has gestures to, like, the house, like, this, this is just stuff. Stuff you can rebuild. Uh, Paulton's going to walk up to her, be like, like I said, we all suffer loss. We lose loved ones. Some of us don't summon armies and wage wars on cities and destroy things. Some of us just get real sad. But you know what? Everyone copes in their own way. I cry every night. <laughs> she cries every night. So. What about you, Paladin? What about me? I don't think I like your tone a lot. Ari. It's okay. And she pretends she's happy when she's not. <laughs> yeah. I suppose I do. Oop Chow's like, relate. <laughs> is that a command? <laughs> command me to relate. Grovel, flee, and relate. <laughs> I don't. I like relate as a command. Yeah. Let's commiserate on all of our misery. I just, uh, you know, thought I really knew a lot about who I was, and I'm finding out that maybe I don't. That's why I'm grateful for Ubto. He shows me the way. And every maze has dead ends. That's just life. She just like raises raises her hand. Ubto, do you do you make the mazes in Sigil? Just a question. Def- <laughs> definitely the time to ask that. I just need to know. <laughs> I saw him in a dream that no one else has talked about. I'm just saying. <laughs> De- definitely, definitely the time to talk about He this. says, oh no, those have been around long before I came into existence. Oh, all right. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't mazed and I would like to hear about everyone else's dreams. I'm just saying. That's it. I mean, we're all sad. That's a fact. I'm not sad. I'm, I'm totally fine. Uh-huh. You're, you're... Can we zone up truther again? No, I don't think that's necessary. Everyone deserves their secrets. Some more than others, I guess. Poignantly looks at D.F. (laughs) D.F. refuses to make eye contact. (laughs) Uh, Uptal will will stand up. Uh, He'll put the plate on the sink and the, the cutlery back in the sink. And then he'll turn to Alessandra and says... Um, I'm sure I can be more of assistance to you uh, if there's 
Is there anything I can do while I'm here? Well, mine is in the right direction. Well, why don't you deal with, why don't you tell your friend, your elf friend, to hold off on burning the city to the ground until the ring can be properly located? I forgot about the burning part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oops, all fire. <laughs> And it oh. sounds like it sounds like you have the workings of a plan to maybe track down the whereabouts of the ring before this is all over. So that's good. That's good. And um, in the meantime, I'll just clean up a little bit around here and be on my way. And I think that you all together, um, you can all be better people. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, okay. he, he disappears. Well, Alessandra, yeah. sounds like you need to deal with that. Uh, look, yeah. if we happen to get a hold of this ring or find it, uh, should we get a hold of you? Or what, what was your friend's name, the elf? If we, if we ever meet them, maybe we can let them know about the ring. Elrain. Elrain? Elrain. Elrain, got it. So if we happen to know anything or hear anything, we can let the right people know. Uh, Diath and actually all of you can make a, just make an intelligence history check. It's a hard check, but there's an outside chance you may have heard of Ale Rain before. History? Yeah, history. More like crushed it! 11. <laughs> oh yeah, great. <laughs> I got an 8. Okay. Check it. Six. Okay, yeah, you've never heard of that dude before. Nope. Right. <clears throat> right. Okay, well, if we ever meet or see an El Rain, especially, especially with anything that has to do with the Ring of Winter, can let them know, or even better, we'll try to let you know. This is clearly a far more personal matter for you, and I understand that. Indeed. Um, I need to go and see about 5,000 elves about a burning city. <laughs> right, right. Uh, please don't mention us. We've already done enough damage <laughs> to the city. I appreciate the pie. Or just say that it was done by Acquisitions Incorporated. <laughs> as, you, as you leave, um, uh, Alessandra's two bodyguards, the pterodactyl riders, uh, they're still waiting outside, sort of guarding the outside of the house to make sure nobody intervenes. Um, but uh, the, the druid woman in the robe, Nylendre, she is with you, Alessandra. Um, she seems a little unsatisfied with the outcome, but she's not going to do anything or say anything. You just read it in her eyes. Like, shit, man, we just came 3,000 miles. Uh, but uh, she turns to the rest of you and says... Lady Ray Burton is immortal. It would behoove you to remember that. We're not going to let this slide. Would some more pies make it better? It would help to appeal to my better judgment. <laughs> Strix, make more pies. Just make, just make as many pies. Do it now. And then, then she'll says, we'll be back. Yeah, don't doubt that for a moment. Seems to be a theme this season. <laughs> what? 
And that's where we'll stop. <laughs> I didn't die! <laughs> you didn't die! You <laughs> nailed it! That's what you're, you're saying that, and all of us were like, we didn't die! Yeah. <laughs> Everybody lives! Take that, Perkins! Wow. Wow. Okay. You walked in here like, oh, I'm going to die with like my 40 <laughs> everything. I totally was going to Warrington Munt you all and just have him start a fight, but uh, you, took, you, took, yeah. you took care of that pretty spectacularly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was hoping you wanted him to be inside and not bother. <laughs> oh, was, this was good. We made friends, see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? I'm sure. Quite yeah. <laughs> Friendance. Friendance. Friend is very loosely used. Okay, now, uh, so announcements. First, our guest. Thank you, Christina, for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for playing Alessandra so beautifully. And hopefully we'll see her again. But do you have any announcements you'd like to share about stuff that you're, you've got coming up uh, that you oh, want people to know me? about? Yeah. Something maybe yeah. Star Trek related? <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Um, so I guess I can go in order of days of the week. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Mondays on Facebook.com backslash NerdBotMedia, where I host Nerd Talk Live every week. Last night we had Beetle and Grimm and yeah. Matthew Lillard and Bill Rayhor came out. It was really awesome. On Tuesdays at 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, you can find me on Encounter Roleplay. I play a vampire on Vampire the Masquerade Carnival of Blood, which is dope. And then also next week, Sirens of the Realms is back. That's right. So yes. Woo. You can find me there and all that fun stuff. And I'll also be popping up on the Dragon Coast Survivor's Guide later. So it's a good life. Yay. Oh, and Star Trek RPG, which starts next Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. It's exciting. Yay. All the stuff. What do we know? Follow what me what on do Twitter. We know, what do we know about the Star Trek game, like about your character? Is that all secret or... Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, but Tanya DePass is our game master. It's going to be super exciting. Um, yeah, I love Star Trek. If you can not see behind me from the Star yeah. Trek Mr. Potato Head. Nice, so. nice, nice. Living the dream! <laughs> Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. I'm really excited about this. Cool. Yeah, I look forward to seeing where it goes. And uh, any other announcements before we have the Chicken Foot Coven announcement? Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, if you're if you like Magic the Gathering at all, uh, I know I do. I'll be doing a special Magic the Gathering stream tomorrow on Wednesday, uh, doing Magic the Gathering Arena all day as I'll be streaming a uh, early access to the Guilds of Ravnica. So if you want to see what those cards are going to be like, both in standard and in draft, come on by to my stream, twitch.tv slash projared all day on Wednesday for some early access Guilds of Ravnica. Uh, I've got my normal thing. Uh, next month, go back out on my headlining tour with my buddies in Stages and Stereos. Uh, we're hitting the East Coast. We're playing Jersey, Boston. Uh, Philly is sold out, so if you didn't get tickets, should have gone faster. Um, <laughs> D.C., Atlanta, and Orlando, come hang out. It's going to be fun. Eat me up inside. Uh, I was on the Magic Hour with Penny Arcade. You can go to youtube.com slash TV and you can watch the first episode I was in where we played Magic and I lost, but it was still fun. And, spoiler, sorry. Um, and they just released, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't seen it today. I've been really busy, but I think they just released a mini episode with me in it as well. And they're coming out every Thursday. So if you like Magic the Gathering and sitting around chatting with funny people, hopefully you'll like the show. Holly, 
Yes, welcome. Are we, we're announcing the names, right? What's yes. Name? So we, for those who don't know, we had this contest with D&D Beyond where people submitted their characters, uh, people applying to be new members of the Chicken Foot Coven, which is Strix's Yay. new coven that's starting up. <laughs> and the, the three winners uh, will be welcome to join us as guest stars on the October 9th episode of Dice Camera Action. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. Get ready. And, Get and, ready. Just, and just, before you, just before you announce the names, yes. uh, in that special episode, in the course of the episode, um, in order to prove that truly, truly you belong in the Chicken Foot Coven, uh, you're going to have to pass Strix's test, which is her final test, which is you have to gain the friendship of or respect of one of her friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Diath and Paulton and Evelyn will each get a potential coven member to test. Uh, it's like when you start a video game and the options are like easy, <laughs> hard. So this is this is what you've gotten into. This is what you've gotten into. Our three winners, who are Holly. Please take. All right, away. our first winner is at uh, B Broben Chain, B-R-O-B-E-N-C-H-A-I-N-E. And their character, I'm going to read their character because I yep. want to tell you who their character is, is Critter the Cook is a kobold who lives in the sewers of Waterdeep. He makes kebabs out of rats and pigeons, and he's a professional put pocket. He secretly puts random items in people's pockets so they have a treat for later. It's usually something gross. <laughs> I don't know why we picked that one. Yes, the yeah, so put pocket yeah. was really the seller. Nice, yes. Uh, next up is at uh, Kika VO, and their character is... I'm going down. Dierne Hall, a trans woman Shatterkai who discovered a secret so precious and wonderful she refuses to give it up to the Raven Queen. She's now in Waterdeep trying to figure out how to live out of the Shadowfell and how to experience joy again. Oof. Mm. Uh, and and finally, the next up is... Uh, at Cameron R. Powell, uh, Perlock heals people through the power of food. A cleric of the forge, his ability to hone a blade and heat metal comes in handy. With trunk, hands, and spiritual weapon, he multitasks while making his inheritance, a family recipe for bread pudding. And he's a loxodon cleric. So he's an elephant person. My God. <laughs> <laughs> You have a kobold, a lockdown high elf, and an elephant person. <laughs> Great. All right. Ravnica, Forgotten Realms crossover. Here we come. Yeah, I was going to say, Loxodon is uh, a, a creature type from Magic the Gathering. Yep. With the, you know, with the Ravnica campaign setting coming out for D&D. Why not? There sure. we go. Why not? We'll yeah, figure it out. Sigil is, is the city of doors. You can get there from anywhere. Let him and Warrington hang out. I'm sure that'll be great. Yep. All right. Congratulations, y'all. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. Congrats for joining the Chicken Foot Coven. I did not know that you had to prove yourselves to my friends, but good luck. <laughs> <laughs> the one final test. It's a toughie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're out of time. So thank you again, Christina, for joining us. Wonderful, wonderful to have you on board, and hopefully we'll get you on the show again. And this was super fun. Yeah, it totally was. And... Until we return next week for an all-new episode of Dice Camera Action, let me just say take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you soon. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.